Sorry about that. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I got you. All right, cool, cool. So I'm gonna start out back where I would with my whole entire my whole entire piece in and out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, run it back. Start that over. Uh-huh. Um. So, who I have as my you know what is Miles? No, Miles and I. That's fine. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna uh, start mine. Who I think will be rookie of the year at the end of next year. So who I have as my rookie of the year at the end of next year, DeAndre Ayton. Ever since I seen him play in January, I knew he was gonna be special. He's the most NBA ready. Um, good, good post. Uh, claims that he can't play defense, but he didn't really have much defense to be played in college. He didn't really have his his team. His team was nice, and he didn't really have any good offensive big men to go against. Most um, of the guys he was playing were uh, face face up. They weren't back to the basket guy. Exactly. They they weren't as NBA ready as he was, so it's not really um, nothing he could do about it. But I think that he's going to be in rookie of the year. I like him on Phoenix. I think that they have a good team set up for him to run rookie of the year. Um, him and D book, and then just a, a lot of other guys that he's this is going to be missing, and he's going to be cleaning up their boards. Um, my runners up, kind of similar to y'all's. I like Colin Sexton in, in, on the Cavaliers. He's also a dude. Who, really, the team is just his if he wants it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he doesn't have much. I mean, it, it, it's really. He's almost – it almost looks – now the team isn't as bad, but it almost looks like back when it was just Kyrie by himself before LeBron got there. I mean, just very mediocre talent besides K-Love. Everybody else mediocre. And really, if he wants that thrown in, that, in a week east of rookie of the year, he can, he can get it if he so pleases. Um, and then my other one is Knox uh, in New York. I like him. Uh, personally, before the draft even started, I thought that he was better than Porter. Um, it just so happens the Knicks took him, which was kind of funny because mm-hmm. Knicks fans wanted Porter. Um, but I think Knox Knox is going to be my other running up. Good shot. Um, decent handle. He's going to get better. Uh, and the Knicks is also another place where, you know, bad teams are a good place for uh, rookies to really start their campaign. I mean, they weren't horrible, but the Jazz with uh, Donovan Mitchell, you know, he almost won rookie of the year. Uh, the Sixers last year, you know, they weren't a good team. Ben Simmons, you know, this year won rookie of the year. So those bad teams are really the teams that really uh, stick out when it comes to individual awards because you get to shine, you know what I mean? Yeah. So those are uh, those are my three. Uh, I picked uh, DeAndre Aiden. Uh, DeAndre Aiden for my rookie of the year next year. Oh, Miles, you with us? Yes, sir. All right. So basically, just to sum it up, I already gave my piece. I already redid my piece. But to sum it up, I picked DeAndre Aiden as my rookie of the year, most NBA ready. My two runners up was Colin Sexton and Knox. I really like them both. I think all three of them are set up for with good teams to win individual awards at the end of the at the end of the year next year. So that's gonna do it. That's what we got. We'll see what's in store. It's gonna be an interesting season next next year. And moving on. So we're gonna move on to our next our next thing. And this is kind of I was kind of curious with y'all with y'all. Um, thought about this but I, I want y'all I'm gonna give y'all three different three different choices and I want y'all to pick which player you would take um Drell we'll start out with you first and then we'll go to Miles and then uh we'll, so I'm I'm just asking which one will y'all take and the reason why I'm asking y'all these three matchups is both of the players in each matchup are similar type players similar builds same position uh, not exactly alike, but basically similar playing style, and 
they're both either free agents or going to be free agents really soon. So first, I'm going to start out with you, Drell. Drell, if you needed a point guard and you only had two selections as of right now, would you either take Isaiah Thomas or Dennis Schroeder? I know I kind of hit you hard with it, but who are you, ta- who are you, who are you taking if you need a point guard for your team? It de- it depends on what type of team. I, what it, am I a well, like? It depends on the personnel I have because if I already got defensive guys. Okay, all right, all right. I, I, okay, then I'll make it realistic. I'll give you. I'll give you a team needs a point guard. Orlando Magic. They're real. They're real bottom heavy. They have a lot of. They have a lot of nice big men. Mo Bamba. They just picked up Aaron Gordon. Uh, Jonathan Isaac kind of plays a stretch kind of. <laughs> uh, but we have we have no no dudes that can dribble the ball. So. If you need a point, if, if we need a point guard, like like somebody competent in dribbling a basketball, who are you taking? You taking? I'll I'll take Isaiah Thomas. Y'all need buckets. Y'all really need buckets. I, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, he's definitely not gonna help you anyway defensively. So you're gonna have to get that from everybody else. But uh, Isaiah. I mean, y'all need buckets. So I I I would say is Dennis Schroeder not able to get buckets? No, he he can, but not. I think I mean Isaiah Thomas is a better scorer than him, but I feel like Schroeder does pretty much everything else better than Isaiah Thomas. To be honest, you're taking you're taking Isaiah with that hip injury. Uh, he Ooh. said he's a hundred percent now. He said before he w- in uh, Cleveland and Los Angeles he wasn't a hundred percent. He said he said out of his mouth that this is the best he felt since since Boston. So I'll I'll take his word for it. I think he said out of his mouth that him and LeBron were going to go to another ship. Um, Miles, uh, <laughs> Miles, if you're a team now, it doesn't need to be the Magic. Drug kind of put me on the spot right there. But let's just say that you just need a point guard. You need a point guard. Who do you like better? It doesn't matter the team personnel. If you if if you have a decent team and you just need a point guard, who are you taking? Isaiah Thomas or Dennis Schroeder? You know, um, as bad as I want to say Dennis Schroeder, I don't like him because. He got beef with my man John Wall, and um, all I gotta say is Dennis Miles. Just real quick, who does who doesn't have beef with John Wall? (laughs) (laughs) Shoot everybody for real. But um, uh, honestly, I'm about to go with you know, dog. My team is decent. Buckets aren't really needed. I'm gonna go with the oddball. I'm gonna pick Schroeder. Um, and like, if my team is pretty sound offensively, like, offense is, like, we're a decent team, so I'm assuming that we're pretty balanced. Um, that the Magic mess- are? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> why would I mess up that balance by having somebody who's offensive heavy but a defensive liability when I can have a point guard who's just as balanced as my team? Um, Dennis Schroeder, I think, is a pretty – I think he's a good defender. Um, he's aggressive. He has a hard um, – he, he's aggressive. He's probably ten times the defender Isaiah Thomas is. Yeah. Um, he's he he can score for you when you need to. He also can make plays for you. Um, I personally think Darren Schroeder has a little bit better playmaking skills than it. It does, however, have him in scoring. That I can say. It can score on just about almost anybody. Um, even him is this a height disadvantage. But I'm about to go over Schroeder if my team is decently balanced. Um, if my team is decent. I'm going with Schroeder. Okay. Needs, that's why I'm picking. Okay, I like that. I personally am going to go with Schroeder, too. I just like – I like. I have, you know, 
Obviously, I see had the phenomenal season last season. But I'm just gonna go with Schroeder just because I like him more. He's feisty. He he's probably arguably the fastest guard in the league. Honestly, um, I just like that. I like the speed. Miles, I agree with you. I think he's actually a better playmaker than um, it. But I mean, when you play on the Hawks and I mean, you know, even open fast break layups, your teammates can't promise they're gonna make them. It's kind of hard to make plays. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you got Prince out there, who's you know supposed to be, ho- you know, I'm not even gonna go into that. But um, <laughs> I, I would pick Dennis Schroeder too, just because I like him personally. I think both of them are good, but Dennis Schroeder is my, my type of player. All right, Miles, we're gonna swing the next one. Uh, you're gonna start with this one. Um, now, this is not. Just because I'm a Magic fan, it's because both of these players play the same position and they're set to be possibly on the move. Well, actually, not anymore. I wrote these questions uh, a while back. So this is kind of just more of a liking. Um, Were you picking Kevin Love or Aaron Gordon? Oh, oh, man. And I know I'm a Magic fan. Aaron Gordon is basically my favorite player right now because he has an entire city on his back. But I want you to give me your honest, honest answer. If your team just needs a power forward, somebody that can get buckets, somebody that can grab a few boards and play a little defense, who are you, who are you picking for your liking, Kevin Love or Aaron Gordon? You know what, Jordan? You had me. I, I, was, I was almost convinced with Kevin Love until you said a, a little bit of defense. And <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh, trust <laughs> no dog. <laughs> Come on, man. Trust me, but I, I like now. Now I'm like really stuck because Kevin Love can honestly put that. Kevin Love can score for you. Kevin Love can score for you. Um, anyway, in a post, uh, catch and shoot, uh, pick and pop. Sometimes even the pick and roll too. Um. He, he rebounds really well. If you um, an NBA is going faster, so if your team likes to run fast breaks, Kevin Love is a good outlet man. Um, I can tell you that right now. However, Gordon is a little more athletic, a better defender. A little. <laughs> okay, way more athletic. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, he like LeBron. <laughs> He's extremely athletic. <laughs> um, I, I call it that Jordan. He ain't slick. Uh, <laughs> I, I I feel like I don't know if I said this on air or in the group chat, but um Aaron Gordon kinda of reminds me of a Blake Griffin um type player. Super athletic, super crafty. Um This is tough, honestly, my guy. This is really tough. And my team needs a, a solid power for it. Just all around Still, solid. That means defense too. I'm really torn because I really do like Kevin Love, man. I mean he's one he's one of my favorite players, but I'm gonna have to I'm not gonna go with Aaron Gordon on this one because he's a young player. He's still improving, so you never know. And plus, he's not injury prone like Kevin Love is. That's Kevin Love true. had a, Kevin Love was messed up this season, and I think that affected his play, and that really, that really hurt Cleveland because when Kevin Love wasn't himself, um, it was really just LeBron versus everybody. It's true, and, and I really do like Kevin Love, so there's nothing against Kevin Love. It's just that Aaron Gordon has that. Advantage of defense, and my team needs a little bit of defense from power forward. I'm going with Aaron Gordon, but everything else Kevin Love pretty much has, except athleticism and defense. So I'm going with um Aaron Gordon because defense and athleticism is important. 
I like the way the young man thinks. Miles Speed, appreciate your answer. <laughs> now we're going to swing this over. Well, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and assume uh, Drell's going to say the same thing. So my thing is, um, <laughs> D- Drell, who are you picking? K-Love, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Oh, man. Drell still got some hostility with Kevin Love. <laughs> Drell, what, what are you thinking? Why are you, why are you picking Aaron? Why are you going with Aaron Gordon exactly? Yeah, what's the beat? Uh, I, want, I want you to pull up uh, tape from the last two years of playoffs. You know? <laughs> okay, hold on, Drell. Before the finals, Kevin Love showed up in a, in a few big moments. I want you to pull up tape. From Honestly, before, 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 his, <laughs> but before his hand injury, Kevin Love was, was producing. Yeah, you cannot say Kevin Love wasn't doing nothing the whole final. Like you could say finals possibly, but come on, Joe, get it, get credit where credit is due. Like, Joe, there's a there's a reason why the man is an all star. Like, you don't just, I mean, I know this is like part of his fan vote, but like you got to be, you know, semi talented. I know what you think. I know what you're gonna say. You going some disrespectful stuff going. Hey, what, what would your mama say? Come on, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Can you give us a reason why at least? Like you can't just say. Aaron Gordon, and keep it at that. Listen, all right, that's all right, it. All right, all right. Here, here we go. He's younger, more athletic, better defender. He, he can, I mean, he can score. He's not the shooter Kevin Love is, but I don't really care about that. Defense, athletic, young, not injury prone. There we go. All right, I can see Drell wants to be done with this one. Uh, Drell, <laughs> since, since you finished her so quick, just curious. Um, you watch a lot of college basketball. Who was your favorite player on UT this, this last season? Don't do that. Don't do that. They had, you know, it was a bright team. Um, a lot of people, you know, saw a lot out of them. UT always is competitive in most sports historically. Um, just if you had to pick one player that really stood out to you in that UT program, who would you pick? I mean, like, in 06, it was LaMarcus Aldridge. 07, it was Kevin Durant. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, yeah, I, but in, but in 20, uh, 2018, it was uh, – it was uh, Mo Bamba. Right? Yeah, Mo Bamba. All right, just checking. All right, we're going, so we're going to move on to the uh... – <laughs> Wait, wait, Jordan, who, who would you pick? Let that go. Who would I pick? Yeah, I mean, I, I know you want to say Aaron Gordon, but why would you pick me if you're going to say him? Oh, me, me... – not just, not just because he's a magic. Yeah, no, not just because – I honestly, like, he – like, to me, he's a – like, and you're going to think this is crazy, but uh, he's only been in the league for two years. But he's a better Blake yeah. – he's a better Blake Griffin. Honest, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I 100% agree. Because he led the league – a lot of people didn't know this. He led the league in three-point percentage the whole – the first six weeks of the NBA season. This, three, this is fourth year. This is oh, fourth. I'm yeah, fourth year. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, so he led the, he led the league in uh, – Three point percentage. So he's his range. Like he is, he's range is incredible. He had three forty point games this season. Uh, we already know about his athleticism. Him and Blake Griffin are about the same in athleticism. He, but he can make plays, and he, you know his dribbling is getting better. And he's just, I, I just think he's the new young dude, and he's coming up. And I think he's just, he just has it. Um, Kevin Love is great on the boards, great at shooting, but Aaron Gordon just a little bit more versatile. So I'd rather have Aaron Gordon a little bit more athletic too. Um, but um, y'all can still hear me. Y'all still with me? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, so we're gonna move on to our last matchup, and I this was my most favorite one. I really want to know what y'all think. If y'all and these are and basically it's not even about what kind of you can't draw. You can't even ask well, what kind of team do I have because these players can basically do the same. Basically have the same setup. One player has a little bit more of something else than the other player. 
But if you if you needed a two on your team, a solid two, and you had enough cap space, Drell, we're gonna start with you. Are you taking next season? Are you taking Clay Thompson, or are you going for CJ McCollum? Oh, I got this one already. <laughs> I I just want to give my quick opinion real quick. I'm not gonna say who I would choose, but I want to say like this. C.J. McCollum has a lot of shine taken away from him because Damian Lillard. But Klay Thompson has a lot of shine given to him because of because um, a lot of his uh, – the team that he plays with and the, the defense that they play with creates some of the shots that he gets. So I just wanted to let audience know a little bit, you know, not to shun away a certain player because of how the perception may seem of him. Joe, who are you taking? And that's a, that's a good point. I'm glad you made that point. Uh, C.J., is a bucket. He's, I mean, he's better off the dribble than Clay. Uh, now Clay's just a better. Clay's a top three shooter all time, so I, he obviously wins in that category. But, as, but CJ is a better player off off the dribble. Uh, Clay's a b- much better defender. CJ can't defend very well. That that's part, and I, I that's part of the reason they're so. Portland. It gets on my nerves how bad they are in the playoffs. Um, Dame, he tried. CJ is just—he's not a good defender. He's scrappy. He'll, he'll try to fight, but he's not a good defender. Clay's got him on defense, and as far as a shooter overall, he's better. It, it's a hard decision, but I feel like if I—I I feel like as far as two-way, I w- I'm gonna go with Clay. Now, if I already got a team full of defenders, hey, then give me CJ, I guess. But Clay is a better two-way player, so I'll just—I'll say Clay on that one. But I—I I, I love CJ a lot. It's just. He's he's just not as a good defender as Clay, so it goes both ways. Okay, I appreciate that, Miles. Who are you taking, Clay or CJ? You know what? Um, I'm about to go with. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm about to go with Clay. Um, um, CJ definitely is a little bit better, or a little better off the dribble um, than Clay. Um, however, Jordan, your point when you brought up. How Clay's shot opportunities are created a little better for himself, something along that lines, because um, of Curry and all that in the offense. Mm-hmm. I still think Clay can still get his. I feel like even if Steph wasn't in the game, like, like just imagine Steph not being there, I can still see Clay getting buckets like tremendously. Um, he's a great shooter. And when that man gets hot, oh my gosh, it's it's a whole different thing. He's seen the sixty point game, you've seen the thirty seven points, you've seen the game six in OKC. Uh you just see all these moments where Clay steps up and he's so nonchalant and cool, calm and collected. It's just that's one thing I like about him too. He's just like that man never seems rattled. Like he could be shooting 0 for eleven and then all of a sudden he can be he'll make his next ten shots, you know. That's one thing I like about him. I'm not saying when CJ gets cold, he's absolutely cold, but I've seen I've seen Clay bounce back from off shooting better, like with bad shooting night, than CJ McCullum has. Now that that could be part due to Dane, you know, just being Dane, being himself. But I I'm picking Clay. It's all the fact that he can get hot any moment, even when he's cold. The fact that he's a great defender. 
Clay actually does make great plays as well. It gets overshined because of Draymond and Steph. But Clay also makes great plays as well. Um, so I'm picking Clay. Okay. I, I think I'm a I think I'm agree with y'all. I think I'm gonna go with Clay as well. Um mm-hmm. just because, I mean, it's a shooting league and CJ has a great shot, but I mean not a lot of players uh have the shot that Clay has and you gotta be able to yeah. shoot and defend three and D. So Clay can do both of them better than it almost is not better than anybody else in the league. So I'm gonna go with Clay as well. Um but uh, I think, like Jarrell says, CJ is a better off-the-ball player. So, honestly, overall better basketball player, I'd probably give to CJ McCollum uh, just because his dribbling ability. And the better you dribble, the better you can make plays, the better you can pass. Um, but Clay does, what, Clay does what's most important best, which is put the ball in the basket by shooting. So, um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Clay Thompson as well. So um, we're going to move on to the next. And I'm really curious about this because they just came off of a great regular season but got smashed by LeBron once again. Uh, Miles, <laughs> we're going to start with you. We're going to swing it back over to you. Where do the Raptors go from here? Like, if you're the Raptors GM, do you do, you do something with it? I mean, they just they just re-signed uh, Van Fleet, which is a good role player off the bench. I, I, I like it. He's a good good uh, good kid, good player. Like, well, you do something with Lowry, you do something with DeRozan. I mean, you just fired the coach that one coach of the year. Like, what, yeah. what, what, like, what do you, what do you do, if anything? And then, what most important? What are your expectations for them? What's the ceiling for the Raptors next season? Um, seeding in the playoffs. I want to know what what seed you think they may get in the East because the because mm-hmm. the East did get a lot weaker. So, uh, what seeding do you give them, and how far can they get? Okay. Um, first of all, last season for Toronto was probably the best they'll ever have unless they get, like, a transcendent player like the next LeBron or something like that. And I mean no disrespect to Lowry and DeRozan, but um, I I can tell you this for a fact. Unless injuries happen all over or something happens miraculously, Toronto will never have another um, huge win season like they did um, last season. I'll tell you that. Um, so I'm predicting to have um, at the most 45 wins, maybe. That, seems like, that sounds like a lot. Ooh, that's real low. But Yeah, I'm, I'm picking 45. Um, wow. 45. If they get more than 50... I'll be honestly surprised. Um, if they get more than fifty, I'd be surprised. Um, so, what what seeding you giving them in the in the week east? Um, seeding I'm giving them. Hopefully, my Wizards can do something. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna give them probably the. Uh, I can see them at best getting third seed. At best, the um, at the worst, like seven, uh, six. I don't see them going. I mean, probably no. I'll tell you back. At best, prob- at worst, probably fifth. Um, hey, you guys, I don't see- going. I'm gonna be right back. Okay. Okay. I I don't see Toronto really like 
No, I don't see them missing the playoffs. That's just that'd be insane. But I definitely do see them at least like you know getting the most third seed at the least probably six seed. Okay. Um, but them firing Dwayne Casey was a big blow. Them, the Demar and Demar and Demar and Larry, um, something is going on with those two, and they might have to go. To be honest with you, well, what will, um, will, will both of them? Would you think both of them have to go? One of them? One of them would have to go. Um, who would I pick that has to go? You know, I've never really been a Kyle Lowry fan. To be honest with you, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you. I don't know how you feel about Kyle Lowry. Yeah, no, I'm I, kind of the same. Yeah, I've never really been a big fan. I honestly don't see him like as like a. I'm not gonna. Nah, I'm not saying he's a scrub. I don't see him as like one of those like killer point guards. Like, I don't see him as like a John Wall, like a Westbrook. Honestly, I, I just don't see him as one of like, the top tier guards in the league. Yeah. Like maybe maybe I'm missing something. I really don't know. Um, so if anybody would be moved, it would be him because I think you can build a team around DeRozan. Better you can team. Better you can build a team around Lowry. Um, that's the, that's my personal opinion. Like, I just don't see how you can build a team around Kyle Lowry. So I don't see how I don't see the talent level that everybody else sees. Um, so I think Lowry would be the one to be moved. Even though DeRozan basically didn't leave the locker room um, in the Cleveland series, so I mean, uh, I, I, I see that. This is a good point, Drell. We got Drell back. No, he's not back. I don't think. Uh, okay, I'll give my my spill on him. Um, yeah, I think Lowry needs to go. I'm not, I've never been a big Lowry fan. <laughs> I think he, I think he's a good who. I think he's just a good hooper when it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like he's like yeah, that yeah. pickup player. Not saying that he's a scrub in any way, but he's he's that guy that like you always see when you walk in the pickup going off against the dudes who really aren't really hoopers. Like you'll see like Greek life or like the frat dudes in there hooping and then there's that one dude that always be going off on them. But <laughs> one's like some you know, some talent, some skill, some athleticism, some high steps on the court. They they just a regular average Joe, basically, like everybody yeah. else. I that, that's how I see Lowry. When it's time uh for big moments, you know. Um, I, I remember him hitting some clutch shots. I remember forty point games and whatnot. But when it matters, like playoffs, he doesn't show up. I'm not a big Lowry yeah. fan. I'm a big DeRozan fan because I mean he he's a sharpshooter. Uh, he plays defense. He's athletic. He's an athletic finisher. Um, my ceiling for them, I think, is, is the the best they can do. I would say the best they can do is second. I I think that with a decent with decent coaching, they can still get second. Um, behind the Celtics, I think Celtics basically have first locked in a uh, bar and injury. Um, I think the worst they can do, I'm gonna agree with you, is probably say fifth, because the East is still incredibly weak. I mean, I mean, let's be real, I'm a Magic fan, but there's there. I saw Magic Orlando on SportsCenter for the first time probably in five years with the with the question underneath: Can the Orlando Magic make the playoffs this season? And but by good team standards, we we should not be making the playoffs. However, <laughs> we're in the East, so I guess anything's possible as long as you have some decent players. But, um, yeah, Raptors, I'd say, can get second. 
at best and I think at worst fifth. And I think in the near future, probably at the end of next season, they need to figure out to do something with Lowry, get a few more, uh, get a, another piece. Um, that That's my take on him. Do we have Drell back? Yeah, I'm right back. All right. Yes, sir. So, Drell, my – me and my me and Miles have the consensus that Lowry needs to go sometime in the near future. Miles says the best he feels like they could do is third, the worst fifth. I feel like the best they could do is second, and the worst they could do is fifth. Drell, how you feeling about the the Raptors next season? I I I actually think both of them need to go. Demar and Ooh. oh need to go. I I like both of them as. As players, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love them. I love to have them on any team. They would be great on. I think any team that they would be on, if they were on, like say a Golden State, Houston, any good team, Boston, that team's probably gonna win a lot. I love both of them as players, but in Toronto, it's not. They're not going to like. They they got to come to this realization. They're not. They just don't have it. It's some. It's okay. I mean, we all expect everybody has to win. Only at the end of the day, only one person can win. So in Toronto, they just don't have it. That's just what it is. They don't have it, and so I feel like they just need to blow it up and try some try something different because it's you've been trying with this group for the past four years, and yeah, they've been one of the top three teams every year in the East. But it's not. It doesn't mean anything. They're not going home with anything. So I feel like let De- Demar try something else. He's had his whole career in uh, Toronto. Let him go somewhere else. Uh, Lowry's bounced around a couple times. He's an all-star. Let him go somewhere else and try it, you know. They just re- re-signed Van Fleet. I mean, the team was fun to watch this season. Valanchunas is in and out the lineup hurt. Sur- Surge is getting a little bit older. I, I just feel like it's time to blow it up after this season. Uh, they'll still be third, uh, worst fourth. Uh, they'll be in there, but they're not going to do anything. So I, and I don't feel and – I, and I also feel like as a franchise, they they keep going to the playoffs, but it doesn't. They're not adding anything in the draft because they're so high up in the playoffs. They're not adding anything. Good point. Good point. So you're just going to the playoffs and not adding anything in the draft either. That's that's for me. That's going backwards. So I feel like they just need to call call it mm-hmm. in after this season and try try something new. You Good know point. what, um, Drew? I have a question for you, Drew. Um, you missed it, but. Me and Jordan were talking about our opinions on Kyle Lowry um, as a player. Can you give us your opinion on him, if you don't mind? Like, do you think he's a, you think he's a like a pretty good player? Because I personally don't think, I don't think he's one of the top tier guards in the league. I think I'm not. I I I'm wanna, I don't want to say he's overrated, but I definitely think he's getting too much credit. I personally think. I think people. Really give him too much credit. Uh, I mean, he's not a top five point guard, of course, but he's a. I mean, he's an all star for a reason. I mean, I know in Houston and in Memphis, he didn't. He wasn't what he is now, but he turned himself into that. I I like him as a player. I think he's an all star. He, of course, he's not a top five point guard, and with this league being a point guard mm-hmm. league right now, he's in that mm-hmm. second tier of guys. He, of course, he's not uh, Steph or Kyrie or Lillard or. Russ or anything, but I think he's right under them. Uh, yeah, I don't have any problem with Kyle. I, I like him a lot. He's an all-star, so I like his game. Yeah. He's a tough, great guy. He's not a finesse, you know, oh, let me watch his highlights type guy, but he, he gets he gets the job done for the most part. 
except in the playoffs. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, I respect that. I I respect your answer, Joe. I I honestly just don't see too much in him. Um, and it's not about flash. It's not about um, glitter and gold. It's not about fancy this. I personally just don't see, other than like him being a pretty good shooter, because he is a good three point shooter. Um, I can I can I can say that. I just don't see him having. Uh, I just don't see him. This is one of those players you want your team to be built around. I don't, like, I don't think he, that either. I don't think he's a build a team around guy. I think he's a guy that, oh, he's my point guard. I've got these two other guys though, so we're good type players. Yeah, I mean, they I, think um, one other guy. So, yeah, I think Lowry definitely needs one or two more stars around him, for him to be like, good. Um, I don't know because I think yeah, like if if the show, if if it's about him, like. Um, when when CP3 was at the Hornets, I know CP3 is a whole different level player. But when CP3 was at the Hornets, it was about CP3. Um, John Wall, the Wizards. I mean, of course, Bradley Beal is there too, but it's mainly about Bradley Beal. You know, I mean, it's, not, it's mainly about John Wall, not about Bradley Beal and John Wall. It's mainly John Wall and oh, Bradley Beal. And that's that's me saying that's my opinion. Of course, people think differently. Like every team has like this one player that stands out, and Lowry is definitely not the player that stands out to me, at least. Of course, he stands out on the Raptors because only him and DeRozan. But I think anywhere else he wouldn't stand out that much. That much. But that's. Uh, I definitely, I definitely see both viewpoints. Appreciate the opinion from both of y'all. We're gonna go on to our our last topic, which is. Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Bucket. So we know that Kyrie necessarily didn't never said he wanted to play for the Celtics. And we do know for a fact now that Jimmy Butler wants to play with Kyrie. Drew, I'm gonna start with you this time. How far can let let you know, let's say how far how far in the in the Eastern Conference could Kyrie and Jimmy Butler carry a team let's say like the nets because that's been that's been floating around nobody knows how serious that is I, I but Kyrie's going to be a free the, agent next season i think you mean so, the knicks. huh i think you mean the knicks i've heard the nets i saw a picture of the nets a while back but let, okay knicks i mean really the nets and the knicks there's really no big difference both both underachieving teams in the east either <laughs> either team how well how well do you think if you put Jimmy Butler or Kyrie on an underperforming team in the East, can they carry them? If they can carry them to the playoffs, and how far could they do it? We'll say we'll go with Knicks. We'll go with we'll go with your Knicks. Uh, I mean, they'll be exciting. I love Kyrie. I love Jimmy Butler. They do two different things. Kyrie's a pure bucket getter, score. Jimmy, I mean, his name is Jimmy Buckets for a reason. He can get them when necessary, but he's more of a grit guy, defense. Uh, he, he's just an athletic guy who can make plays. They're two different guys. I feel like they could coexist playing-wise. I don't know about – they're two guys that have egos. Uh, they're, they're two guys that really – I don't see them getting along. I mean, I mean, it's been made clear that they want to play with each other. So, obviously, I mean, I guess they have a good rapport, I guess, between each other. 
So, I mean, egos probably won't be an issue. So, I mean, think a sixth, fifth seed with a bad team like that because you're paying both of them big money. I don't know who else you're going to be able to get if you're if you're paying both of those guys max money. Uh, so, I think if if they are both if they both go to New York, let's say, I'd give them fifth, sixth. I mean, then again, it's the East, so I, I give them fourth at best. But they're not gonna do too much. They're gonna they'll win some games, be exciting, but I don't see them winning too much. If those are just your two guys, if it's just Jimmy buckets and Kyrie, I don't I don't see too much happening. Miles, if you put. Let's let's put Jimmy Butler and and Kyrie on the Knicks. How far are they taking him? So, do I still get to have Chris Stops when he comes back? I forgot about yes. I forgot about Chris. Yes, and Dry, you can you can redo your point after after. So, if I get to have Chris Stops now, he's still injured. He's expected to be back. Hopefully, I hope he comes back in February, January, February. If Chris Thompson can come back around that time and Knicks have Jimmy and um, Kyrie, um, the seeding, uh, they definitely make the playoffs. Um, I probably have to put them in the since – since, since I said Raptors at best three and worst set six, I can see them taking that sixth spot, that fifth spot with the Knicks. Um and the Knicks do have the money to pay for those guys because, I mean, they let go of Melo. That saved them some money. And they're only paying really one guy. But I think them having – if they get Chris – if Chris House comes back, they have Kyrie and Jimmy Butler, the egos – of course, everybody's egos will collide. But I think them playing in New York, and I think New York is the biggest market. I think them playing in that city alone in front of those fans – Will help elevate their game to a whole different level, as long and as well as being alongside Chris Stops. Um, that might bring out something intense. Like the first year is going to be a rocky start. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to go through their trials and tribulations, and they're, you know, they're they're going butt heads or differences, but they continue to be together for some years to come. And they're all pretty young. Like they're not. Like they're not in their late thirties or mid thirties. They're still in their prime of their careers. Kristaps is about to hit his prime, if anything. So that team in a couple of years would be scary if that if that was to happen. If that happens this season, Knicks could possibly make a run for the playoff. Whoever they play in the first round would be a good playoff series. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think I think it could work along the line with the right coach. I think with um. Correct me if I'm wrong, but David Fizzler is a coach in New York, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a new coach. Yeah, I think with Fizz, um, if he if, if they could like, Fizz is a great coach. So if they got Fizz as as Fizz running the show, when Chris stops when he comes back, uh, Jimmy buckets and Kyrie. Um, I'm not even trying to be funny, but you can't forget about uh, B Easily because um, Mike Beasley is not a joke. Um, That's the best point anybody's made tonight. <laughs> like I'm, I'm being serious. I mean, Mike Beasley can give you a good, solid ten to twelve points, and in NBA, ten to twelve points is a big thing. Um, 
Adding that Especially just, one of those points as the game winner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> actually, actually, uh B Mike Michael uh B E G Beasley, he's uh he's a free agent. I don't know. I think I heard the Knicks thinking about signing him back. I don't mm-hmm. so I don't know. David Fisdale said he's out of the loop as far as Michael Beasley and signing him, so I don't I don't know what Beasley's future is in New York yet. Yeah, I think I think if that if Chris stops Jimmy Kyrie, if those three main pieces are there and Ennis Cantor, I can't forget about Ennis Cantor. He, he's he's that, a, he's a free agent. I thought he was signing back with him. I thought I don't think it's official yet. I don't know. I don't know. Oh oh oh. But if that if that team was to come together, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's gonna be something special. But it'll be something interesting, especially when Chris Hobbs is completely healthy. So, yeah, I, I, forgot, I, I forgot about Kristaps. Yeah, and a, a team. I mean, I like. I mean, Cantor gets on my nerves off the court, but on the court, he played pretty well this season in his first year in New York. So with Cantor yeah. at the five, Kristaps at four, Michael Beasley at the three, but Butler at the two, and Kyrie at the one. That's definitely a four seed in the East. Uh, and they don't they still have uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Hard, hard, oh no. yeah, yeah. I, I put Hardaway at six, man. Or you could start him him over Beasley either way. Uh, you know, uh, after seeing what uh, Zaire Wade did to him the other day, I don't want to talk about Tim Hardaway. But, uh... <laughs> All right, bro. I, I seen that. And he had one jumper in the rest of the game. Dude was looking like a little kid like he is. <laughs> but, but that to the side, I, I, loved, I loved Tim Hardaway Jr. So, that, yeah, I forgot about Kristaps. Uh, this is Fizz's first time with a franchise really believing in him. I know in Memphis they did him dirty. Uh, I'm still mad about that. So I feel like he's excited to be in New York. Uh, these guys, if they want to be in New York, I feel like that team would be a four best three if Toronto's not Toronto. Because, of course, I have Boston one, Philly two, uh, Toronto three. So I give New York that four spot, uh, if anything. So, yeah, I, that that's a solid team. I mean, that's six deep right there. I don't know about the – other four or five, but that's six deep right there. I like that six. So, yep, that's six deep. Sounds like Drell says that often. So honestly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think that. Uh, what's up? What's y'all? What y'all laughing? <laughs> Yo, come on. Come on, Jordan. <laughs> well, hey, that's on me. That's on me. All right, but um, I think uh, Jimmy Butler, honestly, you put uh, buckets with Reed with uh, two uh, bleeping easy Beasley on the same team with Tim Hardaway. Honestly, I say that's a fifth seed. That's a fifth seed team. Um, and I think they could honestly make some noise. Hopefully, Kristoff can stay healthy. Because really, I mean, what do y'all think? Kristoff Christop, healthy, is he not the best four in the league? He, Who's the better four? No, he, no, he's, he's the best four in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Seeing him play live, you, he's, he's really – like, he, he looks long and tall on television. That man in real life, he's really he, – he does everything a guard does at that size. His footwork is amazing. He, his shooting touch, handle, everything. So I, he's the best four to me when healthy. Yeah, he's the best four. Uh, and I agree. So you put the best four with possibly, um, I mean, Kyrie is, is a top 15 player. Uh, Jimmy Butler is probably a top 
twenty player, but he but uh, d- defending wise and just all around player, he's probably Jimmy Butler's probably a top five two guard. Yeah, yeah, he's um, bo- both ways. Yeah, two way. Um, yeah, two way player, top five two guard, which is not there's not a lot of them, honestly. Um, so you put those together. Uh, Tim Hardaway's no scrub. Uh, Michael Beasley can uh, add some points, some depth. So honestly, I see him as a fifth, maybe fourth seed team. I'm not gonna hype him up too much because we know what happened the last time. The Knicks got hyped up too much. Uh, you know, Melo had a little, you know, short little run over there. But um, <laughs> I, I say fourth at very, very best, and fifth. I think fifth is really their ceiling. Um, but and then I, I they, they'd probably get eliminated in the second round at be, um at the best in the playoffs. Yeah. So. That's my take on it. Um, y'all got any more questions before we close this up? Y'all got any more points y'all want to make to the audience before we close this up, wrapping up? No, that's about it. Uh, if, if y'all get a chance, make sure y'all check out the Summer League. You know, um, it may not be exciting to watch to some people, but it's, um, it means a lot to those people out there competing in it because they're fighting for a spot to make some big-time money. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I believe uh, uh, the Orlando Magicians are one and one, but I think the uh, Dolphin <laughs> Grizzlies, y'all two and zero. Oh. Uh, we two and one as of tonight. Wait, yo, oh, you two and one? Yeah. No, you killing with the mm-hmm. Dolphin. <laughs> Stop saying that. Hey, Dolphin Grizzlies, man. Y'all. <laughs> that's really nice. But all right, y'all make sure y'all y'all check out that summer league. Make sure y'all check it out this season because next season Summer League is going to be closed because Miles Speed is going to have it on lock. Hey, um, man, tell them, man. Tell them, boys, stop playing man, with Man, look, I'm just, I'm just telling them the future. I ain't telling them nothing they don't know already. <laughs> yes, sir. Yo, draw your laugh. Hey, man, we appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. Uh, this is uh, J-Bo signing out. Drill, I'm out of here. This is Miles. I appreciate it again, man. Yes. And y'all gonna y'all y'all catch us next time. Catch summer league. Free agency's going crazy. NFL season starting up. We'll see y'all next time. Yes. yes sir. Sir.